0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as...
1: This is Miley in the voice of Naruto! This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris
0: Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com talktimelive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktimelive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life and love all things ACMG Talk Time live. this is Tom Gibbous, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto and you are listening to ACMG presents Talk Time Live and it's not a drag It's time for your talk time live exclusive.
1: You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge.
0: Folks. Our next guest is back for her fourth appearance, technically her fifth if you count the Repop Naruto trivia panel that we did in 2021. Love that, by the way. She is the Emmy Award-winning actor behind some of your favorite animated and live-action characters, such as Principal Perry from Lab Rats, Brian, Amy, and Morgan on The Loud House, Pinky Whitehead on Harriet the Spy. Carlotta, Lindell, in Tiger and Bunny 2, Piggly Winks in the award-winning series, Jakers, The Adventures of Piggly Winks, and of course the legendary voice of naruto Uzumaki. she is the one and only molly flanagan here to talk about what she's been up to including her latest role as tina in one of my favorite comedy series this year on abc not dead yet as well as uh upcoming comedy animated series called royal crackers premiering april 2nd on adult swim with the first three episodes available and streaming next day on hbo ladies and gentlemen Welcome back, Molly, to Talk Time Live. Hey, How are you doing?
1: I'm great, Dax. It's great to see you. Thank you for asking me to be here. I'm super excited. I got a, a lot of new stuff coming up, and uh, I'm headed out tomorrow to Chicago, and then <laughs> I'll be in—I don't know—where Texas, Huntsville, <laughs> South Carolina, then Huntsville, and eventually I'll make it to your neck of the woods there in Philly, and we'll. Looking
0: forward to it. So we got a lot to talk about because we got a lot to celebrate on this show. And this is all about celebrating you and what you've been accomplishing throughout. Like we've been talking nonstop, (laughs) but on that, you just been on a tear like crazy. I mean, before we even get to Royal Crackers, let's talk about uh, the new ABC hit TV show that is, if you're looking at it, if you're looking at this now, it's like Wednesday here. So today is what I call Tina Day.
1: Yeah, it is. (laughs) Unfortunately, tonight, um, they're not airing an episode, but it'll resume again next week. I don't know. I'm not sure why, but I think maybe it's something related to sports. I don't know. I mean, they are sports on there. It probably is. uh, It'll be on next Wednesday, but in the meantime, you can check out all of them, catch up on them. Um, Hulu, and I think actually on the ABC website itself, they posted yes. the episodes as well. So that's free that if you don't correct. have Hulu.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about this show. I love this show to uh, you know to high hell yeah. <laughs> it is a very funny entertaining show i love the cast i mean you played the character tina in the series not jed Jet starring uh, gina rodriguez uh and a host of other actors that i love from other series like new girl Superstore, oh, yeah. and just more yeah. loved them they're, tina they're so great T- yeah they're awesome tina your character Comes off as a sweet, awkwardly goofy character that randomly appears throughout the first season. Like, can you talk about how that, how this opportunity came about? Yeah.
1: Well, um, the writers of this, who are also writers on um, This Is Us, among among other things, um, wrote a pilot for wow. me a couple years ago. that got put off for a while, but we finally did it um, during COVID. Uh, it was put off for mm-hmm. months, but um, and in that script, I went all the way to network. I was a series regular. And I had a, a character named Joy um, mm-hmm. and a very similar character at that. Um, mm-hmm. So we shot the pilot. But I think because of a lot of circumstances, mostly just COVID related stuff, they didn't pick up the pilot. So that mm-hmm. was. Um, must have been 2001 in December. Right. So cut to like August 2002. Um, I get a call from my my agent casting my agent and they were like you know we want to we have a part for you on this new show it's starring gina rodriguez and all these other great people and um it's very funny it's the same executive producer team um it's awesome (laughs) and uh so some of the people are the same like a bunch of the kind of crew people are the same not everybody's the same and they also have different directors uh often with one kind of overseeing executive producer Director who did Parks and Rec, Dean Holland. Oh, wow! Yeah, no, the credits of the directors are stunning, and
0: I've never seen it. Shows. I mean, I'm entertained every week. Yeah, me, me, and S, me and S, my wife Esther. Like we, we watched it every week. It's just the things that goes on in that show, especially when it pertains to you, is just hilarious. But but also heartwarming too. And I love that. I love the fact that there is a heartwarming story to it. There is usually a, you know, a you know, a thesis, a body and conclusion to the show. And yeah. it always ends with you just loving every character and their development so far. Yeah,
1: and they all have different things, being selfish, one of them. But anyway, the producers just said to me, look, and my agent, they're like, it's it's going to start out super small. You don't even have any lines in the first episode, but it's going to grow and you'll be a recurring guest star. So... Um, right. That's what happened. So I I think I did about eight out of 13 since we're a mid-season replacement. We did 13. We're waiting to hear if we get a second season pickup. So I think seven episodes have aired and of those I've been in about maybe five, but some I, I, you know, I, I don't have a big part, but I think it's a fun, funny, funny part and it's impactful and I'm part of the game in the office.
0: Yeah, here's my, here's my theory about your role in it. I think it's significant in a very important way because when you make your mark in there, it is unforgettable. Yeah. The things that you've done in these episodes yeah. have been nonstop funny, and you won't forget it when you see it. Yeah. Um, in particular, my the last episode, the last new episode that they showed had you get, you know, very worried about you getting fired. So your decision and your, your uh, method is to just take whatever you can from other places. Yeah. Including the water cooler. Yeah, the water cooler is a good (laughs) one. uh, You just can't forget stuff like that. And I think that type of character is always very significant and awesome to see, because it's like, it breaks away from the actual storyline at the same time. And it's just like, oh my God, that that just happened. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's a very (laughs) heartfelt show, but then I get to come in, me and several others, Uh, And Just (laughs) deliver some funny zinger lines, you know, which are all credit to the writers. But then, you know, like everybody, because it's just funny. And Gina is lovely. Hannah, Lauren, Josh, like they're all lovely. Um, Oddly, I haven't really worked with. Two of the other series regulars, and only sometimes do I work with the guest stars who are always dead people. That's the concept right. of the show. <laughs> uh, Gina's character writes obituaries, um, and right. I am the longtime reporter at the newspaper uh, who covers crime and community. Kind of, I guess.
0: Oh, so you know, You got skeletons.
1: I think I, I got a lot on a lot of people, which is exactly. that's, what, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like, yeah.
1: I, don't, I don't know what's to come. I just really hope that they give this show a chance. It's done really well. And I hope they really give it a full pickup because it's I think it gets better and better and you get invested in the yeah. characters.
0: It, to me, it has gotten some really great reviews on oh it God. so yeah. far. I'm hoping that it does, because I feel like like. I feel like for me, I I have a really judge of, you know, comedy that I watched because, you. you know, comedy calms me in the best way. And I'm not being biased because we know each other and we're friends and no. everything. But do like, have similar really, chase, though, it's, I think. You know me. Exactly. You're, you're more into so, the
1: superhero stuff. I'm not into that too much. But
0: Well, fine, then.
1: <laughs> Are we breaking up? <laughs> That's what we takes.
0: have our clash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't get excited about the new Marvel picture. You know, I mean, I'd be excited about was in it.
0: Mm. At least a trailer. Just give me the trailer. Oh, I'm
1: fine with that. I can't I don't like it when I get in the seats. It's not the type of humor, the kind of movies that I am particularly drawn to.
0: Right, right. You're you're the Apple TV person. <laughs> I'm the Disney Plus. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I was on LiveRats for five years. I have watched my share of kids right. and, and been in it. Um, and, of course, originally... Uh, not originally, originally, but Naruto did start on the second when it was picked up. That's true. X2. I forgot
0: about that. Yeah.
1: So it was on Disney XD for a while.
0: Which means it was edited heavily.
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You know, there are some, now that they show it late on Adult Swim, there's some stuff that I'm kind of surprised is even in there uh, mm-hmm. for Naruto. The last episode I watched, like last Saturday or before. I was like, "This yeah. is dark, man. It was super dark, and I it would you
0: know. it would never see the light." I, I'm pretty sure if when it was on Disney XD, it was like there were some missing episodes.
1: Well, yeah, they kind of cut out some. They cut out a lot of the sexy stuff, and yeah. um, of course, language. Oh yeah, sexy juice, sexy Jusu was not in there. Yeah. They, <laughs> how did they? How did they cover that? I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have to watch one of those. But um, now they don't care. I mean, they, they don't care. We're on Boruto, and. It's like, wait, do I need to substitute this word? So, it, like, for instance, who who is also yeah. known as Pervy Sage, like I had to do all his lines twice because we weren't yeah. allowed to say Pervy Sage. On this, what
0: was the substitute? It was
1: uh, the old man.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's lenient.
1: <laughs> there were a lot of things like that. Like for a while, we couldn't say like "I'm gonna kill you," It'd be like "I'm gonna harm you." I mean, it... <laughs> really? yeah, but we but for those, we did like. Doubles of every line, so that on the box set you would get what was originally translated and written, right. and then Disney had the more modified, you know, friendly version.
0: Gotta love Disney.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, they're a great company to work for. I got no complaints. It, it, it,
0: it truly is. I mean, I mean, I've never worked for them before, but look, just going to Disney parks or whatever like that. It's just, I just I so admire the way that they establish them. I wish other companies would do what they do, or they teach seminars or whatever for stuff like oh, yeah.
1: that. And what they did with today, uh, with the parks, like Ron DeSantis tried to take over their board in Florida, and they found a loophole. And they're like, "Ain't gonna happen." And I'm like, "That's so awesome! Like, you can't have like government running a theme park, right? You know, no matter who's such he's such a Disney are, villain.
0: is the perfect Disney villain.
1: Oh <laughs> I hope you know. There's some stuff. Like, not to jump ahead, but I've done some characters where they end up making them look a little bit like me or a lot more. And you can tell when animators put that in there, right? You know, they kind of flip yeah. it in. <laughs> or the the other thing is, which we used to do all the time on uh, a lot of Nickelodeon shows, is if you, you had like a one big part and then – or two kind of big parts, and then you had to do just a woman, like – or a right. man, just a man. People would do it right. as Johnny Carson or as Snoop Dogg or
0: right. as
1: Hillary Clinton or as whoever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and if you listen, right. kids won't recognize it so much, especially the old time stuff. But right. but it's like, I'm going to do it and sound exactly like, um, you know, like uh, think of someone like Barbara Walters, you know, mm-hmm. so distinct sounds. And it's just our little joke.
0: <laughs> so- On top of, you know, being on Not Dead Yet, you are a part of a hit primetime series or you will be a part of a hit hit show because there's been a lot of great reviews on this show already. Yeah. And congratulations is definitely is in order because just recently we got news that a show that's about to come out on Adult Swim has already got its second season yeah. before it ever even come out in a premiere. I've never heard of such a thing it's, in my life. It happens. Congratulations, you Thank guys. Thank
1: you. Thank you. It happened to Abbott Elementary, actually, before their first season was done. They were picked up for a second.
0: Well, before the first season was done, but you guys haven't even premiered yet.
1: Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, you're right. No, it was shocking. And and I'll let you know the truth. I went in and recorded, man, yesterday? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday. And... I mean, it was like episode 208 or something. That's eight episodes in. So wow. we have worked on it. I, we kind of do it. Sometimes we'll do it out of order. So and I don't know. Um, in fact, with Not Dead Yet, it also mm-hmm. airs out of order. So I might think it's the eighth episode of the first season. Yeah. Whereas when I did it, it was supposed to be the th- or the air is the third. And I did it and I thought it was the eighth or ninth episode. Right. Yeah, so we don't know that stuff till it comes out right so
0: royal crackers is coming april yes. 2nd as we mentioned before right. and we a lot of people haven't seen uh, there are people who have seen the first episode i actually sneak peeked it myself it is hilarious yeah. it, but for those who have not can you explain what this show is about and why is it worth checking out and why is it why did it already get a second <laughs> season well, already first
1: of all it's um it's definitely on Adult Swim. It's got that sensibility. Yes. <laughs> it's
0: safe to there's say.
1: There's some swearing. There's some graphic stuff. Um, there's a lot of innuendo. Not even innuendo. It's just out there. It's about this right. family that owns this cracker empire. And the mm-hmm. grandfather, who's the, you know, he's a, it's like a very low class succession. Yes. In an oh, that's a good way of putting yeah. it. <laughs> I never heard that. did press for it the other day. And people kept right. saying that. And I realized, oh, the creator actually did. He never had told me that. But it, it kind of, it. they did want to kind of echo succession a little bit in that way. Right. But it's about the family. And they're still a family. But they're hideous, awful people. And um, the grandfather ends up like. You know, he ends up in a coma and the family is still a unit, but they're, the, the cracker company is struggling. They're all fighting each other to see who will run it when the grandpa dies. And um, in the meantime, they encounter all these wackadoodle characters. And um, it's sort of, to me, it's like a throwback to, like, you know when Beavis and Butthead and South Park came out?
0: The, yeah. It was,
1: South Park was jaw-dropping in its audacity. Like, yes, it was.
0: Still, technically, still is in a sense.
1: It technically is, but I think because of honestly, like HBO and and even stuff like Adult Swim, it's just like there's a lot more stuff that's a lot more. Oh yeah, out there, and this show is way out there. So in a way, it reminds me of a 20 year ago kind of adult comedy or comic or cartoon. But in a way, it's super fresh.
0: The character design alone takes me back to the beginning of Adult Swim era when you had the Dr. Katz show. Which and, I told you my you know, sister
1: worked for that company. She And right. I, I have to, I keep reminding myself to call her and tell her, I'm sure she'll <laughs> look at it. But I didn't even know if she has cable, but um, right? But I, I think she has HBO. So, um, but yeah, it, it's kind of done in that style. What I have to do is research if, if some of those animators came from that world because – Right. In Squiggle Vision, and my sister, there was, like, an educational division, and then there was a entertainment division. My sister was at the top of, like, mm. the educational division. So they did that style, huh. but to teach people things. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool thing for me.
0: But you also played a character, Matt. Um, what can we expect from that character? He's
1: slow. He's like a, a, <laughs> a jellyfish or a manatee, just kind of floating through. He's... Probably, I think, got more heart than anyone in the family. Um, Right. But in every way, he's kind of slow and plodding and not that sharp, but also knows a little more than you think. But uh, he's just – there's a lot of high-energy characters, and he's the opposite of that. Right. But he he does get excitable. Like, I just did an episode where, you know, I've done some where he blows his lid a little bit, so –
0: yeah, I <laughs> have to after after dealing with that family, I'm pretty sure you would have to eventually.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't just plug along forever.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Well,
1: so. Yeah.
0: You I mean, we've been, you know, I mean, we talk all, all pretty often, you know, via text or whatever like that. But, you know, we've also been through a lot yeah. in the last three years. But the one thing that you have been up and doing again is getting on the road and being back on tour to conventions and everything how does it feel to be back going on the road and such it
1: feels really gratifying a little weird um at first it was really frightening and i left my mask on until i went to dublin which was just i just got back not this past tuesday but the tuesday before really wednesday i got back right and i got covid um but I I am convinced it was very mild. I've had it before. I'm boosted and vaxxed and I think it helped. But I did have to stay mm-hmm. home and although I did work. I, I did work from home a little bit in audition for sure. But uh,
0: right.
1: yeah, so I mean, and I didn't wear my mask in Dublin because it statistically it was safer. Um, and it wasn't a very big convention. So and mm. it wasn't super crowded. It was very spacious. Right. Now I'm going to Chicago to C two E two tomorrow.
0: Oh yeah. That's gonna be That's gonna be like C two E two, like I, I've mentioned before, like C two E two is Repop's second biggest convention that they have uh, aside from New York Comic Con. Yeah. It's gonna be huge. It's
1: it will be. I've never been to it. I know people kill to get tickets just to go to it.
0: Yeah. It's exactly the same as New York Comic Con. If you like, if you've been to that one, it's it's packed. It's going to be packed. I
1: don't think I've been to New York Comic. I went to Anime New York or New
0: York Anime. It's in it's in that realm. Okay, it's in it's in that, huge. Well,
1: uh, yeah, it's it's well,
0: yeah, Anime New York is in that same realm because it's in the Javits Center as yeah. well. So they do have. I don't know to the, what capacity it is, but yeah, it is. Yeah, you're packing that amount of people. Yeah,
1: and the capacity in Dublin was really only. I mean, it was the biggest venue they could get in Dublin and they had just moved mm-hmm. to that venue. But it was still like the sellout was only about they sold out in advance. The sellout was like only 9000 people in capacity each day. Wow. Yeah. So that's a big difference. And it was very spaced yeah. out, like I said. So C2E2 will be interesting. I think I'll be very, very busy. Um, I hope. Not gonna
0: I will not be speaking to you for any
1: time. No. And, um, <laughs> I haven't. I wear a mask on the plane. Um, yeah, but I'm sure. I I mean, I'm not blaming the convention, but I think I got it in the lounge when I was in the airport lounge. Like you know, because I took it mm-hmm. off, I ate some food, I had a drink, you know. So, um, so we'll see what happens with Chicago. I don't know.
0: My my desk here is made of wood, so here you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I moved into the bedroom with a small table to make it a little quieter here, but uh, ah. I, it's wood as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, for, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it, and I. I actually see some of the panels. I was looking at it today briefly and I was like, ah, I want to go see some of these.
0: Yeah. It's going to, that's the thing with these big cons. It's like, you got to strategize. I remember going to uh, San Diego for the first time. I, I didn't know what to expect. I had to be trained. I had to take courses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going into the cheesecake factory and having to, you know, study the actual menu.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, kind like of right? with a friend. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's kind of like that. You got to strategize with, you know, panel that you're going to go to because it's, you know, you're not, you're not going to be able to see everything.
1: No. And I rarely go see stuff. Like I will see a band or something like that. But I, in, in Corpus Christi, I had, again, it was a bit smaller, but it was still, I think 22,000 people, maybe a little more, but I actually Mm -hmm. had time and I got to see um, these amazing harpists, these drummers um, and I'm able to come in the back. So I just, sneak in the back and just stand in the back, um, right. or backstage. And, um, but I, I kind of don't think at C2E2, I'm going to have that opportunity, but, but maybe. I will see. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. You, you're getting your feet wet in this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm off to, uh, WeebCon, which is in Gaylord, Texas. April mm-hmm. is crazy. I've, I don't think I've been it busier in a month of conventions. So then I come back from Gaylord and I go to, um, South Carolina Mm Comic-Con. And I come back and I go to Huntsville, Alabama. Jesus. And I have at least 18 cons this year and a couple of signings at like warehouses or they'll fly me in like to Houston. Right. One's in Miami, I know for sure. But that's
0: what I'm That's what I was saying. You've been on a tear like soon as like 2022 hit and we got out you walked yeah. <laughs> out and you did you've been in from con to con to con and i'm like i couldn't be more happier for you because we went through a lot of hell yeah. <laughs> 2020 and 2021 like and and credit to you and credit to lisa you know for what you were able to do during that time like um you know we haven't gotten together like this since um like I said the Repop, our Naruto Trivia yeah. panel which they set up and I love that what they what they did with that and I was with you and um your cast and Yuri Lowenthal and and uh who else was
1: with us Kate there were two I more people, right? right
0: Mary Elizabeth McGlynn was in the other one and-, and
1: Kate I think Steve Bloom came yeah.
0: It was Kate. Definitely. Cool. And that was a lot of, that was a hell of a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed that. But before that, you know, it was 2020 and we were doing the virtual uh, panel for RDC Worlds uh, DreamCon, DreamCon because they couldn't have their convention at the time either. Yeah. And somehow some you guys, you know, came about putting that together. I, You know, a lot of people don't know that when I hosted that, it was you guys that you two that you know decided to i would host that yes. and this was the first ever video street like you don't i don't you don't understand you're the reason you're you and you give credit to lisa too and i i need to i, I owe her too <laughs> uh, but you guys are the reason why i'm doing these video interviews today because i wanted to do video interviews before but i'd never got my feet wet and you guys gave me that opportunity yes. and i was like lo and behold lo, you know I'm not messing up this opportunity. I'm not I'm not denying this. I'm going for it. I'm going to well, learn. you, first of all, <laughs> you, you
1: to do take? a good job. Secondly, you know your stuff and you do your research. So <laughs> I would say that hats off to you because you did your research. You know your stuff. You're a fan, too, which also helps. Um, yeah. You'd be surprised when you do press with a lot of people like I did the other day. Some of them were like, wow, dude, you didn't even read the one sheet like at all, you know. Um, <laughs> but the geeky guys did. Right. And all the, the websites that were kind of geeky websites did. Uh, although, you know, we right. did CNN, we did everything. Um, so I don't, it's supposed to come out now, today or yesterday, but uh, anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, credit to you because, you know, you jump right in and no holds barred, you, you know, you pulled it off. So that was great.
0: It was a thank, thank you so much to thank both of you for that. I mean, it was a great opportunity. It was a lot of fun, but most of all, what I loved about that panel was was the significance of that panel? And you know, it was 2020. We were going through the pandemic, all types of craziness going on. Sure you know, with boy. that, and and all, yeah, and then on top of that, you know, us, you know, in a com- in a black community, we're going through a lot of hell too with everything that was going on during that time. You know, the um, George Floyd, the Aubrey Brown, the Taylor, you know, yep. you know, passings and, and deaths that happened, and and our mental our mental state was such at a place so. When I saw that, you know, it was RDC World's, you know, deal that they were working with, and which means they have a predominantly black fan base that are also fans of Naruto.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're and the guys, there are like nine of them or something. And then a couple yes. of women. But uh, all nine of those guys are African-American, maybe mixed. Yes. And then the couple of women that also work on it um, sort of at the high level and it's all volunteers. Yes. They're not, they do it because they're fans. They were, I don't, they were people of color. Like, I don't remember, but it was definitely. And then I did one where I, Oh yeah. They're
0: all, they're all of them.
1: Yeah. And then I did one where I actually appeared at the convention. They set up a thing mm-hmm. like this and people would come in yeah. every two, three minutes and I would talk to them. And so, oh. yeah, it was fun. And I awesome. would say the majority definitely was African American people
0: yeah i'm in and it was just like that it was yeah, predominantly in our virtual panel it was too and i highly recommend everybody to go on to talktime live.com and yeah. watch that panel it was just so awesome what made it really great for me was that during that art you know with all everything that was going on for you guys to do what you did and to see the looks on their faces yeah during that time and you naming names of certain people and it looks you could go back and watch that panel and see the looks at some of their faces when they light up because you mentioned their name yeah. it was so beautiful yeah. it was such a great experience i had it was such an honor for me to do yeah. that because and it was the right time i mean again thank you and lisa oh, yeah. for that opportunity it, you know i'll never forget it but like i'm glad that we got through it yeah. <laughs> i'm glad that you're able to do what you're doing yeah. and you i mean well deserved on Thanks. both, tra- both sets. I
1: actually, in all honesty, um, I started a lot of those schedules because I hit it so hard were because they've been rescheduled, some of them yeah. twice. So that's why wow. I started doing a lot of them because I had to be rescheduled from two years previous, yeah, um, or one year previous. So I ended up with a lot more conventions than I would have gone on, and then I got that role on Not Dead Yet. Plus, I'm still doing Boruto. Plus. I'd gotten Royal Crackers and I was like, oh my God, this is never going to work out. And it all worked out.
0: <laughs> it's a great problem and to have. It all
1: worked out. <laughs> I think I, I had to cancel on one. And then I had to right. can, I come back like a day early on on a fan expo in uh, San Francisco, I think. Yeah.
0: And it is, that is truly awesome. And
1: I'm, doing, <laughs> and I'm already booked for 2024. I already have like, oh my God. I don't know, 15 bookings at least, 16, 18. Yeah.
0: Color me not surprised at all.
1: Well, I, I got a lot of frequent flyer miles. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. So, got a few more questions for you. Then I got some quick questions for you to try to test your uh, your your instincts right. here. But before I do that, I just want to say thank you again. You're what? absolutely awesome. You've been such a great friend. Uh, you and Lisa have been like just one of the one of the best people. I, like I, the term the term friend has been given off too loosely these days
1: yeah.
0: i feel like the term friend needs to be earned and you guys earned it immensely
1: Likewise. <laughs> thank
0: you yeah i mean just absolutely thank you for that but let's get on with the fact that you didn't you know we're friends and you just don't tell me everything and i you know i don't know how to feel about that because here i am you know you know me the anime fan that i am i, I go on to netflix i check out a show called tiger and bunny yeah and and lo and behold, there's the sequel to that, Tiger and Bunny 2, which I love. And for those who don't know, Tiger and Bunny, if you're like if you love superheroes in anime, it's both of that, but it's superheroes in a situational type of, you know, deal where they're in a reality show competition. Yeah. And that's the basis of it. And they actually got legit sponsorships and everything, like Pepsi and, yeah. and Coca-Cola It's crazy. But I there's this character. Carlotta Lindell in there and I'm listening to this and because I know you so well yeah. and I now the more the more of you uh the more actors that I know and I, I frequent on a normal basis yeah. when I hear their voices and I don't know and I and I recognize it, it just it blings on me your yours your voice is a can't miss and it's like <laughs> well I know she's not doing this this darn character in
1: so at the studio where I record a lot of Naruto there's a yeah. producer there that works a lot on video games um mm. Naruto video games, but he works on every kind of video game, like a lot of video right. games, not just that franchise, many other, many famous ones. So he said, aha, oh, Miley man. He goes, Will you come in and do this character? He goes, I have to cast all these people and and he goes, I think you're just perfect for the character. And I know you could do it and you'll be funny. Will you come in and do a couple <laughs> episodes? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, I don't do a lot of anime. Um but this was a game. And it's not that I don't want to, but it, it my agents aren't crazy about it because it doesn't pay that great um, compared right. to original animation. Uh, which isn't right. like to say that you know, because we we're out there, but we hustle. But uh, right. like, there's no residuals or anything, um, mm-hmm. and it's a scale hourly rate. So
0: one of the things I've definitely learned from interviewing all of you. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> but that's why we do conventions, partially to meet people, yeah. but also it's kind of makes up for the popularity being so popular and yet we're not really compensated in the way that we probably yeah be. Not for everything.
0: Which I hope that changes in the years to come. Yeah.
1: So I said, okay, sure, yeah, I go in. It's like a couple episodes. Then he calls me back. He said, the first season this aired like, I, I, I don't know, maybe, you know, but was it 12 or 20 years ago or something?
0: Something around that range. It's been a long, long time, time and I was very surprised when they even, it. you know, did that. Yeah. And they and, and Netflix bought the, the license yeah. and rights to that show. And
1: it's like, what I did was super funny. Full disclosure, I've not actually watched a whole episode. Oops. Right. Um, off my volume, darn it. But um, so he asked me to do it, and then he calls me back, and he's like, we got more to do. And then I looked on IMDb just the other day, and I was like, I did how many of these? Because I didn't think I did. But I also told Joe, I said, well, no wonder you thought of me. I look like the character. Right. <laughs> And I Dude. I sound like the character, and I'm super harsh, like the character. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, Joe, you know, you picked the right gal because you know." So it,
0: you talk with an exclamation mark almost every time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was really uh, fun to do. I do look forward to watching it. I haven't yet. I haven't had the time. It is
0: it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, and you're in addition to it that just make that actually makes me feel a lot more uh, happier to watch wow. it now because it's like I love this show. I love the premise of the show. And then you're
1: in it, too. Yeah, so this is like, yeah. oh, happy birthday to me. And it's a short-running <laughs> series. It's not like Naruto, which is yeah, quite Yeah,
0: but it's also like a really cool situational, you know, it's, a, it's believe it or not, it's a very sophisticated, yeah, you know, promise. storyline yeah. with that. I, I love the way it, ca- it carries itself, almost like a primetime series, in a sense. Yeah. And... The idea that these superheroes are going through real world situations along with being in a reality show competition where they got to see
1: it's quirky, but but really cool. Comforting. They need guidance. It's sort of like, you know, when I mean, you
0: know, they don't have it all. They don't have it all together. Yeah.
1: And I would say that people in those reality shows, they pick the ones that are vulnerable because it makes for great TV.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> so I got one more one more main question Naruto related and then we're going to go to the quick question so here we go we you know lately especially when we talk about Netflix here they're buying up a lot of um, licenses to create live action versions of our some of our favorite anime and I'm figuring like sooner or later it's bound to happen but in your opinion you being the Hokage and everything <laughs> are we ready to see a live-action Naruto film,
1: I think we're ready. I, I don't think anyone's ready to make it, um, because I like that. it's overwhelming. And I've gotten yeah. calls over the years, and I'm not kidding—like whispered phone calls. It's like, yeah. hey, Miley, like I work for this guy who's the VP of somewhere, and they're talking about doing this movie. I've heard those rumors for years from three or four different companies. People have called yeah. me, picked my brain. Um, I wasn't allowed to talk about it. And I would right. just do it as favors, a couple of people I knew, a couple of people were referred by people I knew. I don't yeah. think they have the I don't know who they'll get to make such a yeah. huge franchise into a movie. And I think the problem is then they really have to think about is four movies, right? Yes. Something like yes. that. So that's a lot of money too. That's a lot of money, yeah. special effects.
0: But if it's come if if they do it right, if they it, it comes back and they can build on it. The, the the movies that I saw that were based on some of our favorite animes like Bleach or yeah. uh Full Metal Alchemist or something like that, the problem that I've always seen was that is that they try to condense so yeah. much into a hour and a half or two hours. It's you cannot do no. that. You need to chop it up. Like you said, like four tales like you some of that was like the special effects were great the portrayals were great they felt like the characters but the story was felt rushed yeah and that's what i'm afraid of i cannot they cannot do that to naruto i swear to goodness because naruto to me is the spider-man of anime yeah they need to get that right i like
1: that i've never heard that but i like that
0: Um, I usually consider Goku. Goku is the Superman of anime and Naruto is the Spider-Man because Goku is the really, really strong, you know, character that can pretty much just do everything, can get through anything. Naruto has he, like heart yeah. and, and he's humanistic, yeah. but he has this ability to, you know, and try to be responsible and wants to prove himself to everybody. Like Goku doesn't have to prove himself to anybody. No. No. Naruto does. And that, that gives him more dimension. Yeah. And that's the same thing. That's, that's exactly what Peter Parker is yeah. into Spider-Man.
1: And I think um, importantly, like I think they have to pick the right people to do it. So I think that's a challenge, but I'll tell you something. Yeah. I just had this idea just now. So I don't think I've thought about it. I haven't. But I was just thinking, you know, who will probably do it is some director and somebody like the guys, the Daniels behind everywhere, uh, everything everywhere all at once. That was a they can definitely pull it off of a script. Yeah. A monster. And they made it work and it was interesting and it was confusing and it was, you couldn't wait to see what happened. It was a little long, right. but not in a bad oh, way.
0: But it, it, I was engaged. I was
1: engaged the <laughs> whole time. And I loved it. Right. The performances are great. And I'm wondering, like. Does, is it going to take that sort of maybe it's a Korean director sensibility, you know, um, because there's, they seem to be like, you know, uh, very prominent right now or coming right. to prominence to Americans anyway. Um, right. And, and of course, it's it's Asian. It's Asian. So, you know, they don't want really to see right. it- Obviously, they're not going to see me. Hopefully, I'll be a peasant in the background with vegetables or something.
0: I mean, I would. I think it'll be best for you to make a appropriate cameo I, appearance in there somehow. I would hope. And I'm telling you, my 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 vision of that. If they're going to, because here's the thing that you don't remember. I don't know if you recognize or because you're 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 recording Barato at the moment. So I don't know if you re- realize that. Like it, it's multicultural in that in that um ca- in that you know cast now. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, you can get in there. And I would love to see you serve, uh, you be in a ramen shop. Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure. And having having the Naruto character for argue with you about you know there's not enough uh, fish cakes
1: in Naruto. For, yeah, <laughs> or maybe they're they're watching TV, and I come on as a newscast, you know, and a reporter. I'm a reporter, maybe. Interviewing. That would be cool too. Something, but uh, anyway.
0: Or you're a ninja stealing water coolers.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Cast done. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> but uh, that would be awesome. And I, you know, WB Japan is normally good on, you know, working those adapt uh, live adaptations, so I would I would love to see it. But definitely if that happens, there's no way in hell they need to, they need to get you in the original um actor f- for Japan to be in there in some form or fashion the same yeah. way that they're we're cuz we're saying that a lot with you know The Last of Us recently. Uh um, yeah. we saw that we saw that with uh, Uncharted. Nolan North was on air as well. You know they paid they paid homage to all these. Like it it it'll be like it'll be a, it it'd kind of be a crime for them not to add you uh, both I, you to know, that in some form or fashion. If it's
1: that big of a feature, which it has to be, as we both know, as everyone knows, there you know you just you just gotta hope there's gonna be someone in the crowd. You know how people always put their moms in a movie. You just see them walking. <laughs> up. My buddy Tom McCarthy, who directed, won the Oscar for Spotlight. Like. In, mm-hmm. there's a scene where the reporters are gathered around and his wife is in there. She's not an actor. She's a poet, Right, but like it was right. just a bunch of people. So she's just one of the actors hovering in one scene only. And it was great. Right. You know, like if you know Anthony him,
0: Anderson does that with his mom all the time. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember now.
0: But yeah, I, I mean, let's hope that that happens. I just want it to be right. It yeah. needs to be right. Well,
1: James Gunn puts I in think- his brother Sean Gunn. I know Sean. You know, right. that's a g- He has a nice part though, but
0: um, oh, he has a great part. Like, yeah. I mean, he does a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he does great. an incredible lot for that. Yeah. All right. So, Rapid are you ready for quick questions? <laughs> I won't hurt you too bad. I promise that. Maybe I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Here we go. What live action or animated character do you enjoy playing the most?
1: That's tough. Uh, Naruto's up there. Piggly Winks was up there. Principal mm-hmm. Perry was a dream. I was supposed to do one episode. I did like seventy. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with the in English. transition
0: too. Like yeah, that was awesome.
1: Not dead yet because we don't know where she'll go. Yeah. So I mean, looking forward to the future. That's what I'll say. Otherwise, it's pretty neck and neck for those other characters.
0: Yeah. All right, i'll accept that All right. if you had a choice if you had to let me put it like this if you had to choose one that you would be your partner in crime who would be a better partner in crime for you principal perry or tina
1: oh principal perry she's devious. <laughs> i mean she's she's uh she can worm her way into any situation a- situation and worm her way out of it and like you know, whether she's lying or not, which she lies a lot. She's had so many different <laughs> career experiences that she'd be a jack of, right. you know, jack of all trades. So I think that that'd be the pair.
0: Enough said. Favorite actor uh, to work with live action or animated?
1: Oh, wow. Well, I'm not going to say anyone in Naruto because we don't work together because we're dubbing. Right. So, um, you know, wow. Mm that's really hard uh right now I'm that's what go. i'm here for <laughs> i've enjoyed working the cast i'm not dead yet but i don't know him that well i'm gonna right. go with um tj williams who played dually on lab rats awesome he was just fun and the guy can improvise he was a kid he was quick 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 he could i mean i would try and throw him for a loop and it it didn't work. He just bang it right back to me. So I'm going to go with him for right now. But of course, I, I love working with my friends. I've worked with Wayne Wilderson being one of them. He's big t- He was on Fee. He was on Seinfeld. A lot of commercials. We've been in a few things together. Those were fantastic.
0: Love that guy. Yeah. Love
1: him. Yeah, I'm going to get him on he's this in show. Like,
0: he, yeah. In fact, he's on one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld, the, the cake episode. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and you know, he he's wasn't awesome. available for an episode because he was shooting a pilot. So we're talking. Oh, really? And they cast another um, African American guy, and they just called him Other Wayne.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And they brought him. I, I think the other episode they brought them both in. It was the cake episode. They brought them because
1: yeah,
0: right. It was one one of them was birthday, and then the other one ended up having. A, or yeah. get, one of them was a get well uh, yeah. birthday cake, and the other was <laughs> going, was a going away birthday cake or something like that yeah, and and they. Yeah, they was just, like was just, Wayne she was fed up. and Other
1: Wayne, which. Yes. It's, it's, you know, that's so indicative of all the selfishness of that show. You know, it's funny.
0: <laughs> all right. We're going to get foodie here. So, um, you know, me and you, we love food. Yes. We'll be loving food again very soon. Yes. <laughs> Favorite food you ate last year?
1: I had a steak in Jacksonville, Florida, downtown. There's a Mm -hmm. strip of restaurants. We were staying on the outskirts, so my Uber ride was quite pricey. That steak was like the best steak I've had in my life. And in New Orleans, I went to a recommendation of a guy that worked at James Beard award winning restaurants. And again, it wasn't on any of the main lists or the main drag. And he and his wife slash business partner, it was amazing food. And we sat at the right, Mm -hmm. we could look in on the kitchen when they were cooking, it wasn't very big. It kind of wasn't mentioned in a lot of reviews because it's pretty new. It was right. amazing.
0: Okay. So in hindsight is what you're telling me is that I need to stay away from steak places when you come down here and when we go, when we go out. I, so,
1: I, I eat <laughs> anything. We <went laughs> to a
0: Cause I don't want to compare it to it. It didn't, it doesn't live. Well, up. the last place you <laughs>
1: picked, the Indian place was delicious.
0: Wait, it was a fusion restaurant. It was the well, uh, San Pan fusion restaurant, right? San
1: Pan fusion. Yeah. Fusion. Yeah. But we did order oh, those
0: some, those rabbits. I
1: thought we ordered some curries and stuff too, right? Oh, yeah, because they had a lot of that in there. It was
0: the only place I ever ate Brussels sprout. Like, right. it, you could tell. I, I'm not a Brussels sprout fan at all, but when you make your food that good that I actually enjoy eating it, it's sold. And we end up going back.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> your wife and you went back. We
0: helpful. went back and. The the menu's changed, but it's still awesome. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's a contender. But uh, we'll look up because, like I said, last time you've been here was what 2018, yeah. And you know, I mean, like, Philly's changed since. you're A lot more. There are so many. It. it, They're trying to make it like look like a little uh, Times Square.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: A tiny Times Square is what I call it. Um, But there's a lot more food options down there. So
1: again, I'm I'm up for anything.
0: All right. Enough. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's a good question real quick. Like, what don't you like eating? I, like, what is the what do
1: I don't like um, squid ink pasta. Gross.
0: Okay. I've never had that. And I'll never try yeah, that.
1: It's, <laughs> uh, it's black squid ink. And I just, uh, well, the one Ooh. reason I don't like it is because I, I was in Italy for a surprise birthday for Lisa for a long time ago. And I got sick right. there with a cold for a few days. And then so nothing mm-hmm. I could taste anything, so we went to this really nice restaurant when I was feeling better, and I kind of ordered off the menu, and I was like, "Okay, yeah," and he was like, "Oh, okay," and they brought it out. And here's this plate of black pl- pasta. I was just like, oh. "Oh, I can't eat this!" I had to walk out of the restaurant, at least finish your oh. meal, which was delicious. I thought right. I was gonna get sick, but anyway, I don't like that. I don't like. <laughs> um, I don't like snails. I've had them. I don't like. Them. Okay. Um, what else do I not like? Oh, sweetbreads of any kind—that kind
0: of—is that, that right? Yeah,
1: like you know, meaning when they do like haggis and uh, God no.
0: You missed out one particular thing that you don't like, and I'm surprised you didn't mention it. Anything pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand people. People troll you all the time about that every year. I love it. It is hilarious. Yeah, they
1: start really <laughs> early, like in August sometimes.
0: Yeah, it is the best. But that's interesting. Yeah, I agree with you on the on the uh, black uh, ink thing. It's like I, I'm not eating anything where when I when I get my check I get to sign it using the damn sauce that <laughs> I used to, to.
1: No, I'm good. That's a good. That's a good point. I also don't like. I can have beef carpaccio, but steak tartare makes me oh. Mm. It just I can't can't do that can't.
0: Yeah, I think we, we're in agreement with our with our uh, tastes and our preferences and all that yeah. stuff. All right. Best lesson you learned in your career?
1: Well, I think always keep working at doing your career. Uh, for the first couple of years I lived in L.A., I did three things a day uh, for years. Yeah. And no matter what it was, I had to do three. Even if I wasn't feeling well, I did three things a day. Back then, I was sending a postcard, watching Something you wouldn't watch, something you're not a fan of, like um, maybe like preschool cartoons. Why would I yeah. watch it? I don't have a child. Um, yeah. But I auditioned for that, so I should know it. Um, I'll watch sitcoms that I don't really like. I love that. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I think just keep working hard at working hard. And uh, for me, I'm always doing, which just reminds me, I have to fill out some paperwork. Um, I always, you know, I, I volunteer to do readings with these kids with uh, charity Oh. that bring theater to kids in schools and in oh, camps. Awesome. Uh, uh, I, I work with the unusual suspects, uh, feel strongly about it. Um, and you do right. readings of plays that they've written, they're all excited because you come in and do their words. Um, and I, so I, I do student films. I'm doing one right now. Um, well, I finished it. I just forgot to do the paperwork. Uh, right. And I would say at least once or twice a year, I do a project like that or, you do readings for people that just need you to read a play. and right. None of it's money-based. It's it's all about just getting out there.
0: It's a passion and a, and a, and a craft.
1: And also giving young people a chance.
0: Which you, you do so much. And I that I appreciate the most um, is that you are, you know, there's always been the talk and, you know, when I was in school, you know, studying like uh, philosophy or psychology, there was always a talk about, is, is something truly altruistic? Yeah. And then I met you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, during the pandemic, like you were saying, it was hard. I ended up doing a lot of appearances on Zoom to my friends who were teachers going bonkers. Like, yeah. I, I know I did at least six or more. I did a whole class for some grad students in universities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get paid for that. They were just going bonkers because right. they these they were like, I had to fill all this time. And uh, it was very hard to get their attention. Uh, After being on Zoom for a year, and I just remember doing it for college graduate students all the way down to elementary school students. I did a a bunch of those that first year of COVID.
0: You truly are the Hokage.
1: (laughs) I don't
0: know about that. But here's the thing. Um, What I liked about what you said there is that you did but not only the things that you like to do, but the things that you don't like to do. And that reminds me of when I was in you know, college and in order for me, before I even knew that I was on a Dean's list, I was just killing it. And I knew that I need to put in just as much the same effort as I do the classes I know I can master as much as the ones that I don't. And even though I don't like it, yeah. I need to put in that same effort. And then my sister who was like, part of the administration or faculty or stuff with the school and everything. She calls me back because I guess you got the readings and everything. Told me, do you know that you're on the D's Whoa. list? I'm like, what? You got <laughs> I'm like, what
1: That's super cool that you got it from your sister.
0: Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, um, it's a long history of things. I put my family through a lot. <laughs> so the fact that, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing now, even being here with you, it's it speaks volumes of my journey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. I certainly was not on the dean's list. Tell you that much. I
0: right, look. It, it was a my goodness. The things I can I can write a book. Well, maybe <laughs> I can definitely write a book. <laughs> and speaking of that, like the last question I would have is, what are you most grateful for?
1: Um, I'm grateful to have a career. Um, I know a lot of talented people who don't, um, mm-hmm. and through a var- variety of circumstances, they they either couldn't because they couldn't go to the next level or they couldn't move to a market that would be supportive. Um, right. You know, and I, there are so many actors I know that are so good that aren't working. Um, so I'm thankful I'm working. I'm thankful I have, um, my partner Lisa, because she's supportive and
0: I'm grateful for that. (laughs) I
1: I could not, I know I could not have done it without her. That is a fact. Um, I couldn't have moved here without her. Um, Right and um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really thankful for the people that took chances on me, my agents. But you know, when people go off on those lists, it's because you know Viola Davis was out working for twenty years before people knew her name as a household name, right? Yes. And I love when Brad Pitt was discovered through, like newly newcomer, and it's like he had been trying to be on the radar for a long time. <laughs> like there's when when you're When you're discovered, like Miley Cyrus, but she came from Billy Ray Cyrus, right? Right. So, like, but there's a big difference between, like, Selena Gomez, who was discovered, and is Mm -hmm. amazing and multi-talented. Like, I love her. Like, she's vulnerable, but multi-talented. She's human. Um, She didn't have a leg up, you know, not in the beginning. She just worked hard, you know, and she had some, you know given talent. It's no matter how hard you work, if you're not really good at it, you also probably aren't going to make it unless I see some movies where some pretty crappy actors run, I'm like, wow, <laughs> they almost, I don't know how they got this, but good on them. They get that. Money.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of grateful, I couldn't be more grateful than to be right here with you right. to get to know you and Lisa. And I am, beyond grateful for that like i told you my road has been a very challenging one if that and just the fact that i am here talking with you and friends with you and lisa is a testament of my road and knowing that i i'm gone to the right direction thanks. by getting a chance to meet angels like you too thank you so much for being here thank you so much for the opportunities that you provided oh, thanks.
1: Yes. And- thanks for being my friend and um I'm going to get a couple more people for you this season for sure. Maybe very quickly. I hope. Um, not a problem.
0: Not a problem. I'm more than welcome to bring, bring them on. You're,
1: you're so good at it. So keep it up. And I'll see you in, what is it? June? No. June. June. All right. Yep. I guess we both better start so, exercising a little more for our eating.
0: Harvey's on Peloton this morning, so I'm already set. I, the minute I found out that you're coming, I'm like, oh.
1: Well, I'm, I do, believe it or not, I do yoga now, which is crazy but uh, it's painful that is awesome. and it's not pretty.
0: But, no, my, my wife, my wife is, has started too. And the fact that she now knows that you do it, like she like, Oh, I can't. <laughs> now, now I got
1: to Now I got to do it. <laughs> I just do it like once a week. Then I try and do stuff during the week by myself.
0: Just ease your way in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's old. it's hard when you're old and out of shape,
0: <laughs> but I'm in a class. You can't be twisted like a pretzel in the first oh week. Oh my God.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, you know, our class was a few nights ago and I'm like, wow, the arches on my feet hurt.
0: Right. I I bet.
1: (laughs) Hey, thank you so much.
0: No, it's been an honor and a pleasure and and, and a gift. Thank you both so much. And before we go, if you got anything else to plug right now, by all means, go at it.
1: I mean, all the conventions catch me on Twitter for as long as that lasts. Um, I'm... On TikTok, but not frequently, and I'm on Instagram, which I'll try and update a little bit more. Right. Twitter's just so much easier oh. than Instagram for me. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> but I will update it. And just check out Royal Crackers Sunday night um, uh, on Adult Swim, and the next day on HBO Worldwide. By the way, Worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> yeah
0: all right folks thank you molly again it has been awesome and i hope you guys enjoyed this very special episode of talk time live exclusive on behalf of myself and the one and only molly flanagan all i gotta say is learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live we are out of take care and believe it
1: believe it